Welcome to the Lady Beta Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Mern. I'm a climbing coach, business coach, and brain rewiring certified coach. In this podcast, we'll talk about all things climbing, business growth, and brain rewiring from a holistic point of view. You can hear more from me over on Instagram at ladybeta.coaching and on my website, ladybetacoaching.com. You can find freebies for training for climbing, building your business, and brain rewiring over there. I'm so excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited that you are here. I am currently sitting in my apartment in Leavenworth because it's bouldering season, and I'm so excited to be here through the rest of the week. Super excited that the temps are kind of starting to drop. I think in the next couple of weeks, they'll drop a little bit more. It's still a little bit warm out, but really excited that I can go out and climb in one of my favorite places. I'm still really looking forward to doing that Leavenworth podcast episode sometime soon, so stay Stay tuned for that. I tell myself that I'm doing a little bit of market research when I'm here every single time, gathering some more information, and just really excited to be able to put that information out because, again, Leavenworth is one of my absolute favorite places, and if you haven't been here and you're pretty into bouldering, or maybe you're not even that into bouldering, I think this could actually convert you. It's just It's honestly such a special place, especially in the fall when everything kind of, I think it's called larching, all of the trees turn to yellow and it's just especially beautiful. So today we are going to do an interview. I had my friend Ray on the show and she is awesome. If you don't know Ray, she is the owner of Crag to Crux and she does some of the most talented artwork and illustration that I've ever seen. She has such a unique style and I can always tell someone if I'm scrolling on my feed, if something comes up, if it's hers or not. And I really love all that she does for the climbing community as well. I just think that she gives back so much. She actually donates 100% of her proceeds to different organizations that she researches, so different topics, different, you know, things that are kind of important at the foregrounds for whatever's happening in the world, current events, and I just think it's it's honestly it's really inspirational to me and I was absolutely super excited that she wanted to come on the show and talk about how she started Crag to Cux. We did a little bit of biz talk, just kind of talking about what it's like to be a business owner and some of the both challenges and then rewards, you know, that come with that, the rewarding moments where it's like, okay, this really is all worth it. It makes it all kind of like come together full circle. So it was a really great conversation around that as well. And I'm so excited if you have not yet already been following Ray on Instagram, you can go ahead and do that. She's at crag underscore two crooks. And I will link that in the show notes as well so that you can go and follow her. And I have so many shirts from her already. I have tanks, I have sweatshirts. Um, One of my absolute favorite sweatshirts is from her. It is this beautiful mandala design on the back. I have it as a keychain, a sticker. I have it on the back of my phone actually. So when I say I love her work, I'm not kidding. I have her stickers pretty much plastered everywhere on my cooler, on my notebooks, and it just 
just brings me so much joy to be able to look at them. So I'm so excited for you to listen to this interview with Ray. And first, some updates. So self-paced version of Brain Rewiring is coming very, very soon. I'm so excited to put this out. I actually met with a course auditor. So this is a woman with a background in education. And she went through the entire curriculum. She watched all the videos, did everything for Synergy for the group format and really walked me through how to make it the most effective and transformational as a self-paced format that I that it absolutely can be. And I was so thankful for her for being so detailed, so thorough, and I got such great feedback from her on it and really, you know, just need to make a couple small tweaks and changes. I'm so excited to be adding a workbook to this as well. So when you're doing the self-paced version, you can you know, keep track of everything that you're doing. You can have it very clear, very laid out in front of you and really just like take it step by step and do it at your own pace and speed and do it on your own time. I think that that's really important as well. So if you're interested in the self-paced version of Synergy, make sure you let me know. I am opening up a small beta testing round and these people will be the first to know when spots open, hopefully towards the end of the month. So in about a, like a week and a half-ish, I'm hoping to start to open some of these up I'll have payment plans as well. This will be at a reduced cost from when I launch it to the public later in the year. So this will just be the beta testing round. This round will also have more access to me than future rounds as well because I want to get a lot of feedback and really make sure that this is the most effective and transformational course that it can be because I think brain rewiring, you know, if you've listened to the podcast, you know I think it's fucking awesome and I think it can actually heal and change the world, but it starts with us first. So if we start to rewire our brains, then we can actually do that healing work and we can help others do the same as well. So I wanted to make this a very accessible course as well, and I'm so, so, so stoked for it to come out in this format. I have been getting a lot of messages from the universe and also from people like asking for something like this. So I'm so excited to be able to deliver this very soon. So if you're interested in that, be sure to let me know. I'll also leave a link in the show notes where you can go and sign up to be the first to know when those spots do open. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into this interview. Welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited. My guest today is Ray Lorton. She is the owner and founder of Crag to Crux, a very talented artist. If you don't know her work already, be sure to go check it out. It is seriously some of my favorites. I we were just talking before this, and I was telling her that, like, I'm like, oh yeah, I have your mandala on my sweatshirt. It's a keychain. I have stickers, like I have all of this stuff. And I'm seriously just like every time you put something new out, I'm just so excited. And the best part too is you do so much work to give back to the community as well. So for those of you in the audience who might not know Ray yet, can you go ahead and share a little bit of your background with us? Hi. Well, let me just say I'm so excited to be on this podcast. I've been a longtime follower for uh, Lady Beta and it's my favorite. So it's truly like one of my dreams come true right now. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, basically, I guess I'll just start with how Craig the Crux started and originally it started out with me on my uh, iPad that was like seven years old with a broken stylus <laughs> and I just like <laughs> was randomly like having this idea like doodling around and one of my best friends uh, who owns her own company was like like okay uh, 
maybe you should try it. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about that because I was never super forward with my artwork or like super, like I've always been an artist, but I never really had advertised myself as one. Um, so I have a background in environmental science and uh, social justice studies. That's like kind of where I came from. And she kind of pushed me out of my box. And so the first thing that I did was I released this like little pinup climber babe, I guess you could call her. And uh, I started with her as my little boulder babe and I put her up on Etsy. And sure enough, like just those 50 stickers, my first run sold out so fast that I was able to start doing more and more stickers and trying different things. And sure enough, it just became this snowball effect of making more stickers and people wanting t-shirts and then me wanting to start screen printing my own t-shirts and I've just kind of like been rolling down this mountain <laughs> like getting bigger 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 and so I've been lucky enough to have this momentum to get me going and able to give back to my community of rock climbing and social justice. Yes, it's like what a wonderful way to combine all of that to like being able to have that creative outlet and then have that fuel something that you're really passionate about. And before we hopped on, we were talking about all of the different, you know, ways that you really give back through Crag to Crux. So tell me a little bit more about that, like how you go about choosing um, different organizations to give back to and kind of like your process behind that. Um, so it kind of just depends month to month. It's pretty much 100% of uh, Craig to Craig's profits are going, are either being donated, uh, or don't, yeah, they're, they're being donated. I shouldn't even say or, because 100% are definitely going back into the community. So um, basically, like, depending on the month, what group, or what uh, Kickstarters are going on, or whatever funding someone in the community needs is usually where we put like our effort into. So like last month we gave a donation to uh, Brown Girls Climb uh, their their fundraising event. So that was like uh, our last month's donation. But on top of that, we also have reoccurring donations to three core uh, three core organizations, which is the ACLU the EGI, the Environmental Justice Initiative, and uh, Paradox Climbing, which is adaptive climbing for uh, disabilities as well as like other adaptive methods of climbing for people with disabilities or problems that they're trying to climb through. And you give back a hundred percent. That is like, I mean, you also right now are working and then you are, you know, becoming a tattoo apprentice. Like, how do you find the time to do all of these things? You know, like, uh, again, we were joking before we got on, like you're saying we for Crag to Crux and like in reality, it's you behind all of this. Like you do all of the screen printing, all of the shipping, like you wear so many hats. So how do you find some balance between all of these things? Oh, honestly, it, it is still a process that I'm learning um, because for me, I'm so involved. It's just, but it's not like uh, an involvement of like good nature. Like I'm, I'm neurotic and I want to make sure that all across the board, I have the ability to like make sure that things are 
my way. Um, so it is really hard for me to learn to balance apps. <laughs> and there are some nights where I'm up much later than it should be when on a, like a busy work week. Um, but a lot of it is just learning to take a step back and realizing like, Hey, like you don't have to get everything out within hours of the order. Like you can take your time to try to make sure that, uh, cause you know, self-care is number one. And it's been a long road of learning how to be kind to myself as well as get everything done. Yep. Yeah, that's a huge one too, is like, I think kind of the old way of thinking about things is like, oh, put on your own face mask first, you know, before assisting other people, you know, like the the typical airplane scenario. But for me, something that I've really adopted, especially as a business owner is I actually need to like fill up my cup to where it's overflowing. And then I can give from the overflow. Like if I'm constantly like giving from my cup and constantly depleting it that way, like that's a pretty shallow way, you know, that's going to run out pretty quickly. So I make sure that like the self-care I'm like, Nope, this is my work for today. So like really prioritizing that first. Right. Yeah. For a lot, a lot of it was like, exactly like you said, like I was learning to set boundaries for myself because I'm the type of person that like, I'll work and I'll work and I'll work myself until like, uh, like I'll work myself overtime and then I won't take care of myself because I don't value my own personal time. So the biggest thing was I had to step back and I had to realize, Hey, like if you're doing this, you would be paying someone X amount of money to be doing this. I had to learn to value my time basically. Um, and I had to learn that, if I was like, I had to learn to stop working myself into like a rut and I had to learn to take back and realize like, Hey, my time is worth, like it is worth it. Like it's worth my own sanity. It's worth like, it, it just like was something that I had to learn that I, I learned that I didn't value my own time and like my effort. Um, so I learned to take a step back and, uh, set boundaries for myself of like, okay, so you're scheduled. This is what you'll do. I had to cut down my screen printing because I was just screen printing too much. And like, I was just working myself silly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but now I like, screen print once a week. I, mm -hmm. I make sure to like, that I have bigger orders now, whereas before it was like, I was kind of doing like, as I went. Um, so just learning to take a step back and respect my own time. And not only that, but being a little bit more, daring about having inventory at first I was really nervous about inventory mm -hmm. um, because I was like what if it doesn't sell so I'd only print a couple of things and then they all sell and I'd be like oh but what if these don't sell and so I kind of worked myself into like this loop of just constantly being at the print shop constantly printing and so I had to take a step back and be like look you gotta you gotta start doing more so that way you can start doing less and learning to take back and like have confidence in myself was also really like, and my product was also a huge contributing factor. 
Yeah. Ooh. Okay. There's so many lessons in here too, especially like as a business owner, you really start to like learn how much of a self-development journey it is. Like there are, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Was there a certain point in time where you just really realized like, okay, I'm spending way too much time, you know, here. And for me as a coach, I'm like, yeah, it's scarcity mindset. And that gets us all like all the time. It's like, oh man, what if these don't sell the what ifs, you know, like kind of just putting limits on ourselves, like almost it's almost self-sabotage thinking like this thing that I created, it can't actually be that good. Can it like people actually want this? So was there a point in time for you where you kind of realized like, oh shit, like this is actually a really successful thing and I can even try to make it bigger. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I still have so much like to learn that I still don't like have enough confidence to be like, yeah, this is successful. <laughs> Because it's just, like, that's my own, like, uh, I guess you could say my own fears of, like, admitting that I I had to learn to take a step back and be like, okay, like, this is selling really well. You're doing really well. Like, give yourself some credit. Because I, I, I don't give myself any credit. I did not value my own time. Um, so... I guess like I'm still learning to mm-hmm. take a step back and realize that I'm like, Hey, you're doing okay. Like I can't like telling myself that is such a struggle. And even when I'm climbing, it's the same, like I'll underestimate myself. Like I won't go up a grade higher or I'll like, because I'm too nervous to say like that I can do it, I guess. Right. I just never want people to feel that I'm like too confident, I guess. So like, I just always kind of, talk down to myself so learning to like quiet that voice and start doing other things has been like a huge contributing factor to starting my own business Mm -hmm. yeah like allowing that to actually kind of like plug in like for that self-confidence and like allow that to be raised by it like it's it's a scary process I can definitely speak to that because yeah it's like when I first started coaching I was like oh my god who am I to be talking about any of this I was like is anybody gonna listen like does this even matter and then you start to get that feedback from people and you start to realize that the work that you do like it really does matter and especially you with giving back so much like I know a big thing for you is the it's the diversity and the inclusion aspect like money is such a powerful way to make change I you know I think people do recognize and realize that but you know being able to own a business and being able to donate to these different causes that we really care about like this is how we actually start to facilitate the change that we want to see in the industry people don't realize how when you walk into a climbing gym it's it's all like you don't see like a wide variety of things depending on the gym that you're going to and I think people kind of put that out of their mind that some people don't feel safe or included in the in the climbing industry and I think it's really important to emphasize the groups that are really trying to bring light to that so people can be more aware of how they can make climbing a safe space for other people, like climbing for change, uh, climbing in color, uh, brown girls who climb, lady crush crew, like all those are like doing such a forward job at trying to make sure like people feel welcomed in our community. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's seriously so important. 
And so it's like using my artwork to be able to help move that along and like these other uh, groups that are focusing on that, like that means a lot to me. I, I it's kind of, that's kind of like how I always imagined using my art was finding a way to help amplify other voices um, without like shadowing or like overtaking the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, using it as kind of like, yeah, that catalyst for change. And I mean, it's it's honestly like to me, I have so much respect for you um, doing that because like when I when I look at your art, I can tell that so much has gone into it and you're so incredibly creative. Like I've never seen artwork like yours before. Like where do you draw your inspiration from? Oh man, that's a good question actually. Like a lot of it is just, it kind of just comes to me. Uh, it's so hard to know because it's like, for me, it's like I, with ADHD and like having a 70 track mind, I have so many ideas. So like, if you ever look through my drawing pad, you'll see like how refined everything becomes in order for it to be a final product. Um, like my, my climb on t-shirt where it's a t-shirt and then it has climb on down with like different, um, flags or like uh like the disability awareness and things like that it was that kind of was from the idea of like the thank you bag that you see does that make sense so like Mm -hmm. I just saw like a thank you bag like a food thank you bag and I was like what if I did something with that and I kind of just like went with it to see how it went and sure enough it's it's been really popular and it feels really good that people are messaging me to be like hey you know I I think it's great that you've made this t-shirt um, because it's it's nice to see that like we can represent everything like a safe space in the climbing gym through this t-shirt mm-hmm. that's kind of what I want I want crime to like the things to be worn and people be like oh like this is this is a cool place because they're they're like-minded right like they can belong there it's just it's kind of like that first introduction potentially like for people or it's like that first like yeah we want you here like we really do yeah and I just want people to know like that I'm like what I'm hoping for I don't want to get like ahead of myself and be like oh yeah but like when I want someone to see someone wearing my t-shirt and be like oh like that's that's a good person there like they have like-minded and I can talk to them or something like I I don't know like I just want people to feel safe in climbing gyms and I want to promote people to be able to talk to each other and feel safe amongst each other. If you haven't yet heard me talk about Organifi, you are in for a treat. Organifi is one of my all-time favorite mix-in beverage companies. And when I say mix-in, I mean you get a powder, you shake it up, you either add it to hot water or nut milk, and you are good to go. That is honestly my favorite way to do things. Sometimes I'm super impatient and I just don't want to wait the six to eight minutes for tea to steep call me, call me what you want, but sometimes I just want to shake and go and it's as easy as that. So for me, my favorite, favorite, favorite Organifi products, Harmony. I've been digging on it so hard lately. Harmony is like this amazing blend of hormone balancing plus chocolate, which 
Honestly, I just can't ever seem to get enough chocolate in my life, so any form that I can get it in, I am really happy, and this one has only one gram of sugar per serving. It's sweetened with monk fruit, and for me, I am really particular on not only what things are sweetened with, but the aftertaste. Sometimes things sweetened with stevia or monk fruit can be like a little bit weird, but this one tastes awesome. I absolutely love it. It is great for balancing hormones. I like to actually double up on it before my cycle starts. I feel like it really helps to support me. And for me, I'm all about balancing my hormones. I know that I feel better overall. I have better conversations. I'm able to interact with my clients, strangers, my partner better, myself better. I'm more forgiving and compassionate of myself when my hormones are balanced. So I really have been enjoying taking this lately. It has honestly been such a game changer for me. I have normally I have such a sweet tooth like I absolutely love sweets I love desserts but knowing that I get to have this at night like somehow just brings that snacking to a halt for me I'm like oh right I get I get hot chocolate before bed and I'm so excited about it each and every night I put a little bit of non-dairy creamer in there my favorite is the nut pods french vanilla a little bit of collagen for some protein and to help me sleep better and it's just like my perfect concoction, my perfect drink. So if you're wanting to try out Organifi, you can use my discount code LADYBETA, all one word, for 15% off. You can go to Organifi.com, which is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, and use that discount code LADYBETA. I am so excited, so pumped for you to try these products my all-time favorite. Like, I honestly, I stocked up on Harmony. I might have ordered like four bottles and I am definitely not going to let myself get too low on this product. Um, I don't want to, you know, start having withdrawals from it. I definitely want to make sure that I'm stocked up on it because it really has made such a difference. And it's just honestly, like with all of the environmental disruptors that we have, all of the hormone imbalances that can pop up, it's really nice to know that I have something to help combat that. So again, if you want to check out the Organifi products, head to Organifi.com and use that discount code LADYBETA for 15%. So for you, you're transitioning now into tattooing. That's super exciting. You told me that right before we hopped on the interview and I was like, oh yeah, like I absolutely, I can see this for you. Um, what kind of got you started down that path? Yeah, well, so you know what, like I said before, like I was someone that was always passionate about art, but I was never like identifying as an artist, but starting Pride to Crux and letting it take off on its own really gave me my own confidence in my artwork. And I realized I was like, oh, people actually really like this. And I've wanted to tattoo since I was 18. But like, I think part of me had that traditional mindset of like, oh, I need a nine to five job. and a college degree and so um, I went to school for science because I was like oh that'll be great because like I've always been kind of like I love science I love environmental so like being able to study that was great um, but I just realized I was like I want a creative field and I've always wanted to tattoo I used to do like a little bit of tattooing when I was in college uh, and I just was like you know what like why not give it a try it's just been so much fun like being able to move to San Diego and like actually follow my dream of what I've always wanted to do 
Oh, my cheeks are like bursting. I'm like so happy for you. Like, (laughs) it's so like empowering, I think, for people to hear that you can have this dream and, you know, yeah, maybe we tuck it in our back pocket for a while because we, we think we quote should follow the nine to five path, but like you can make a decision in your life to have that dream come true, like at any point in time, like it's never too late for people. So for you, like, when was it that you kind of recognized like, "Mm, okay, this like full-time job thing in a field that like, yes, I'm passionate about, but like, when was it that you kind of knew that wasn't what you were meant to be doing? You know what? Like, I think that, like you said, like, I think what I really want to emphasize though, just because like, through my own thing is that like you said it is never too late to make changes because let me tell you I'm 28 and I was doing the nine to five traditional school thing and I thought that I was too old to change gears because I was like I'm already 28 like I I don't need to I don't need to do anything else like this is it um but it's honestly you are never it's never too late and so what made me change gears was I've been working in this nine to five job for the past few years, like five years and five years, three years getting ahead of myself. Uh, (laughs) I've been working in this nine to five job for the past three years. And it, I just realized it wasn't for me. Like the weekends off was very appealing and that's kind of what kept me drawn in. And, you know, you get a consistent paycheck, but I just realized that I wasn't happy and I didn't want to do it anymore. And I was just getting to a point where every day I was waking up and I was becoming so depressed. Like I wasn't even like climbing or doing anything. Like I was literally just sleeping or working because I had no drive. I didn't have any passion. And like, even like my business took a hit for a little while because I just wasn't inspired. And I kid you not, like one for me, it's like, I literally woke up one morning and I was like, how do I get into tattooing? How can I how can I get out of this? And, um, I just, it literally just clicked for me. And that's always kind of how I've been. I've always been like a person that one day it just clicks and that's what I go with. Um, and so it wasn't even a thought process. Like I literally just got the ball rolling and I was just like, all right, like we're going to make this work. And like, I kind of figured things out as I went up to how to make it work. And Uh, I wish I could be more inspiring, but really it's just like, I just literally woke up and was like, all right, it's time to change it. I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, yeah, maybe you wish you had like a more inspiring story, but I mean, the the reality of it is that you took action. You know, you had the thought come in and then you made it happen. A lot of people spend so much time thinking, oh, what if, you know, oh, maybe I should just actually stay where I'm at right now. And then they actually like take that opportunity to stay small. You actually were like, nope, I've had enough of this. Like, I'm just going to go for it. And one thing that you said that I kind of like want to pull out is like, yeah, the nine to five paychecks, like the stable, we'll put that in quotes, paycheck seems really appealing. But what a lot of people don't recognize is that actually setting your own hours and or working for yourself, like there's the potential to make so much more and have so much more flexibility with that too. Like being able to create your own schedule, like, yes, please. See, like for me, it was like, I grew up with two parents that had a traditional nine to five job. And my dad, like just, he meant it from a good place. Like he meant it from his traditional background of like, 
you, this is what stability is and you need to have a nine to five job. Um, and so that was kind of like what got me thinking. Cause I was like, Oh, like if I don't have a nine to five job, I'm not stable. Um, right. And I think a lot of things like that I wanted to do, because for me, I've never really been a student. I've been more of like someone that's hands-on. Like I don't really like to be in classrooms and things like that. So for me, like I never really wanted to go to college, but my dad was kind of the one that was like made a deal with me that was like, you go to college, you get your degree and then you can do anything you want afterwards. <laughs> um, so like after a lot of fighting it and like not wanting to do it, do I regret it? No. But one thing that I wish that I could have told myself 10 years ago is go with your gut, go with your first instinct, right. get your degree and go become a tattoo artist. Don't second guess yourself. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that's like, that was my number one mistake was that I let myself second guess myself. And then I was hopping around major to major to major trying to find something that was just as interesting. But it was like, you can find stability at any job that you choose. You just need to just kind of figure it out how to make it work. Yeah. Just go for it. Really? Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, that conditioning that we have from our parents. Um, I I have a very similar story too. Um, I, you know, it's I was like, oh, college, like, yeah, I guess that's just like the logical next step. Like, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Also, bounced around majors a lot and ended up getting, you know, two degrees that I don't feel passionately about and certainly yeah. don't use. And you know, like you, I don't regret it, but I definitely wish that I would have had some like time and space to think about it. And I think for people maybe going through this, like that deep gut intuition feeling, like you know better than anyone, like our parents just have a different experience than us. You know, they're a completely different generation and, you know, what they consider to be safe, that's, that is changing in my mind. Like it's such a different landscape now that you can truly make, you know, entire business out of the network that you have, your friends, like whatever it is. Like you've seen that with Cragdacrux is like, you know, one one friend buys something and then they love it. Their other friend sees it and then they're a customer all of a sudden. Yeah, it's just I I feel stupid to be honest, like for lack of a better word, for not listening to myself. But I mean, I have to be grateful for this path I'm on because if I had never started Cragdick Rex, like there's no way I would be even having a voice to become a tattoo artist because I would have never shown my artwork outside of like immediate friend groups. So I'm always, I'm going to be very grateful for that. Um, So it's been an amazing experience to be able to get my artwork out there and have people like message me about how much they love it it's been such a cool experience. Like I I wish that I had more words for it, but I just, I'm I'm blown away by the support that I have. Yeah. It all like, I mean, it really unfolded as it needed to, in order to get to you to where you're at right now. Like it really, it's like, it's a lot of it is like surrendering to the universe in my opinion. And then also like deciding what you want to do and putting your energy behind that. Yeah. And it was like circling back to kind of like where I got this was like, um, I read a story, uh, about like an older man who, whose wife died when he was in his eighties. And that was when he like finally started to like live for himself. And I was like, I don't want to be 80 and learning to tattoo. Like, why am I waiting for something to live my own life that I want 
to live. Right. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's cheesy, but it, it, it's what clicked for me that made me realize, like, I have to stop being afraid. I have to get myself out there. And you know what? Like, I've got to start figuring out ways to, to tie my passions together, like climbing, practice crux, and artwork. So I found a way to bind them, and it's going to be a long road to get there. But it's something that I'm excited about. Yeah, and hopefully a lot more enjoyable as well than the uh, the old nine to five. Um, oh you know, gosh, <laughs> if that works for people, like I am so happy for you. And like, I'm honestly a little jealous because being being a business owner and um, all of these things, you know, sometimes it sounds great and glamorous, but like it can be really stressful. Um, like oh I said, my gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing all of the hats, like you're doing all of the things all of the time. And it really is just this constant experiment with boundaries and protecting your energy energy and taking care of yourself and mixing that with, you know, this deep drive to help other people. Right. Like you, it really takes a while to learn that balance. Like I said, I'm still learning that balance, but, um, you also have to know like when to take the hat off and become yourself again too, because you get lost in all the shuffle of everything too. Um, but yeah, I'll get messages and it'll be like, who do I talk to about this? And I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> that is me. That is also me. This is me. Like, I want to make like a, I was going to make like a goofy post that I just haven't had time to, but just like uh, 10 photos of like the different people on our quote unquote team. And it's me in like different outfits. <laughs> like, you had the artist, screen printer. Business. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. It, yeah, it's it's so true. Absolutely. So, okay, besides climbing and art, what are what is one thing right now that's bringing you a lot of joy in your life? Uh, exploring a new place right now. Um, I've always wanted to live in San Diego. So being able to because I, I went to school in San Francisco and I absolutely love living in the city. So I moved back to LA to be closer to family as well as like go back to school. And being in San Diego and like beginning to like feel back to my roots of like when I was in college and I can walk to get coffee and like there's so many forward uh, like thinkers that think like me out there too. It's just been amazing to like get out there and like explore a new area. Um, yeah. And then, so yeah, I actually haven't been climbing too much because of COVID. Um, I was really nervous about being indoors for a long. I'm still having a lot of anxiety getting back into gyms right now. Um, just because, you know, like it's scary. Like I don't want to get COVID and I want to make sure that my coworkers and people that I see on a day-to-day -day basis are safe as well. So it's been a struggle to not like, for me, I, I felt selfish climbing. So, but now I like with that, I'm vaccinated and like, I just, I just need to start going again because I miss it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Starting is, is so hard sometimes after you've taken a break too, and just kind of like getting that like urge to like want to go. Um, yeah. After taking the time off. Yeah. And you know what, like to a big thing was like working in health and safety and like 
trying to get people to follow COVID policies on the job sites and things like that. I was like, I don't trust anyone going into this gym right now. <laughs> like, when was the last time you washed your hands? Because, you know, I'd look at these guys and I'd be like, hey, we need to start washing our hands. And they looked at me like, hey, like I asked them to put their hands in meat grinders or something because it's like, they're just like, oh, it's such a dirty job. Like, why are we washing our hands? But I'm like, because we don't want to get sick. <laughs> I could just see you trying to like explain this to people. It's like clear yeah. as day to you, and they're like, mm, uh, I don't get it. Not not computing. It was really like interesting too to see like the divide of people of like people who took COVID very seriously, people who didn't. I was one of the ones that took COVID very seriously, so I still take it very seriously. It's 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 scary because you know you don't want to be the person that infected someone that was in that ended up in the hospital or something like I would never be able to live with myself right yeah you want to make sure that you're like doing your part and everything so for you like okay let's say you had an entire day to yourself you have no responsibilities to other people what would your ideal day be what would you do oh my gosh no responsibilities this is amazing yeah um (laughs) Well, I definitely would. My favorite thing is to do is like wake up and walk to the coffee shop that's walking distance um, from my new little apartment. Uh, <laughs> um, and then I would love to be able to go climbing and just be in an empty gym. Um, just kidding. Well, I would love to just be climbing uh, and then being able to draw. If I could paint, that would be even better. And probably nap and hang out like be able to take my dog to the dog park would probably be my perfect day I love it I mean I feel like you're getting really close to this in your life like you are you are moving towards this ideal day and that that for me has been something that I've been trying to work towards as well just like really making all the activities that I do inside my business like things that I legitimately love and would do anyway that's kind of like how I love spending the day um right now too because I'm not cooped up in an office I'm walking around I'm able to talk to people besides just like my coworkers. I don't have to wear long sleeves um and it's it's the first time I felt like myself in the past few years to be completely honest oh I'm so happy to hear that like that I'm so proud of you like so so proud for following that intuition and I mean yeah it couldn't have happened any other way it had to happen this way it honestly did. And I'm very grateful for the process, but man, they, they don't tell you what a, what a process it is. Like they definitely don't warn you like, Hey, you might wake up one day and decide that you want to be a tattoo artist and you have to kind of choose. <laughs> like, so it's a, like, I, I really wish that someone had sat me down when I was 18 and was like, look, nothing's permanent. Cause you know, you think of, getting a career and you're going to be there forever but it's like you don't have to be there forever you can get a new job so yep yeah you don't have to settle for anything that like you don't like in your life and I think you're yeah you're a great example of that right now so before we hop off is there anything else that you'd like to share with people um that's a good question uh I guess don't be afraid to do what you actually have passion in and don't second guess yourself. And that also leads into climbing as well. Like I think that people need to realize that once we stop second guessing ourselves, that's going to be 
the secret into living like how like you can live I don't want to say your best life but like how you can live happily and be okay with yourself yeah life that doesn't like feel as stressful or like there's as much pressure like just yeah I mean it's like this relationship with failure almost is like what does failure actually mean to you and what are you making that mean if you do quote fail like in all reality it's just learning all of it yeah it's really just one gigantic learning process Mm -hmm. yeah I mean they should almost just call life like oh yeah it's this is just a series of experiments actually like you're never actually gonna figure it out Yeah. And like, I think that media, you know, like you grew up in the nineties and you watch like little sitcoms and everything and everyone goes to college and becomes like their career and things like that. And it's like, I think people, it needs to be talked about, that that's not always how it goes. And, yeah. and that you can change too. Like, I don't, I don't think I realized like how much I would change in my twenties was like another really big thing. Um, yeah. So. That's a big one. Like just giving yourself permission to live outside of the box too. Yeah. And other options. Just learning to quiet that, that voice in your head that tells you that you can't do things. Like if I had listened to myself and not to like my best friend, Joe, who's pushing me to start Craig to Crux, like there's no way I would have done this on my own without her. Um, So it's, it's so cool to see that if you just push yourself out the box a little bit, and you have to be willing to like accept that you might you might fail a little bit, but hey, like at least you tried, and that's what it kind of started out as with Craig Crux was, hey, like at least I tried, but I'm, you know, you're two years in, and you have T-shirts, and you're able to give back to the community now with your profits. It's like you realize, like, hey, maybe you know you didn't mess up too bad, <laughs> like right, so, yeah. You have this, you have this thing now, like it's actually, you know, taking it from an idea into an actual physical business. Like it's, it's so cool. It's so cool to see. Yeah. And like, yeah, I think for me, it was like, I just needed the kick in the butt that Joe gave me. Cause you know, she started her own business, uh, Thunder and Smoke and has like her, her stuff now. And I get to go like see her at events and things like that it inspired me and I'm very grateful that I was able to, I was, I listened to be honest, because I'm, I'm usually very stubborn. So it was, it was, it's still an amazing experience. I'm learning every day. It's, it's been great. I'm also met you, I've met so many people, (laughs) like, and now it's like, you know, you, I get pictures of my stuff in gyms, like, oh, crab to crux in the wild. And it's, I can't explain the feelings to you of seeing that. It's just, it makes me want to cry. Like, cause I never thought I would ever be here. Yeah. Yeah. You like, uh, we were talking before and you're saying like, I feel like I'm almost famous in like Ohio, like people know yeah. you and like, it's, it's overcoming that fear of being seen too. Like I put myself and I mean, especially like your art out there, people are going to see me, you know, and like, we can't, we can't always know how that's going to go. But I think for you, like, kind of like just accepting like, okay, like I'm out here, I'm doing the thing. Like it's, it's been really, really cool to see you embrace that. And I mean, honestly, like step into it further and, and just help, like, let that help your confidence improve even more. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't even know, 
because usually, like I said, I'm so stubborn. I can't even, I don't even have like a, I wish I had like more of a motivational saying of like what made me like just do it. But literally I just did it. <laughs> and I I haven't looked back since. Like I definitely put out some designs when I'm like nervous about them. And um, so that like part hasn't changed, but I mean, the good definitely overshadows everything else. So, and I mean, I feel like all businesses have things that like, you know, they're like, oh, that didn't take off as well as I wanted or like, oh, that took off really well. Uh, so it's been a really cool learning experience and learning how to be vulnerable in the sense of like not being afraid to show off like, hey, this is what I'm drawing right now. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Okay, thank you so much, Ray, for coming on the podcast. This is, I think, really going to be very inspiring to people to, like, if they have that little, like, we'll call it a nudge, you know, that little gut feeling, like, explore that. Just just journal about it, talk to somebody about it, do whatever you have to do to, like, start to, like, essentially, like, have that come into reality. Like, I think you're yeah. really going to inspire people to do that. I hope that, like, someone that hears this will be like oh like that was the kick in the butt that I needed so Mm -hmm. I mean you can find me on Instagram I always 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 will respond back to messages to the best of my ability and like I hope that people know like that I, I hope that I can help somehow give them what was given to me so Yes. Perfect. And I will link everything in the show notes, your Instagram, your website, so people can check out your art. Um, I'll link both of your Instagrams as well, your Craig to Crux page, and then your Doodles page as well. So people can Yay. start to see what you're working on and then for tattoos, which is really exciting. So thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. I so appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's truly an honor to be here and such a fan of your stuff too. So been really cool. Oh, thank you. Yay. Thank you so much to Ray for coming on the show. I hope you absolutely loved this interview. She is such a light in this community and was one of the first people that I connected with when I started my business. I really, really look up to her and was so glad to be able to have her on the show. Hopefully you learned a lot more about her, what she does, and make sure you go over and follow her on Instagram. She shares some really great stuff and again is one of the most talented artists that I have ever had the pleasure of meeting. And I actually did meet her in person uh, last March, right before everything shut down back in 2020 went to an event in San Francisco at a gym and was able to speak at an event and meet her and it was seriously so much fun. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't yet left a rating and a review, I would so appreciate it. It helps me out. It helps other people find the show. And if you absolutely loved this, make sure you tag Ray and I on Instagram. I love being able to repost these stories. It brings me so much joy and it helps other people find the show through Instagram as well. I hope you're having an absolutely great day and I will talk to you next episode.